We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my sweet thing, my soul siblings, sending you blessings of grace, ease, peace, joy, and ever-expanding love on this exquisitely beautiful day. So, you know, once in a while, you come across those that seem to be the living example of qualities you respect, admire, and that inspire. For me, some of those qualities include authenticity, faith, humor, devotion, compassion, horsemanship, fitness, wisdom, and love. Today, I have the honor of having a conversation with somebody who exemplifies all of these qualities and for someone I have learned from and enjoy thoroughly. We're here with Andrew Pearman. From a young age, Andrew had an innate love for horses and his first word, in fact, was horsey. He started riding at the age of five. Andrew comes from a family of professional athletes and has a genetic predisposition for athleticism. With his commitment to excellence and natural athleticism, Andrew manifested an opportunity to take his skills to the collegiate D1 level with full scholarships. While Andrew was committed and excelled on the field, his true passion for horses took a backseat. He would often speak of his love for his horses with his teammates and eventually got his first horse named Fistful of Dollars. Andrew then took his gifts into the workplace and developed Horsepower Elite Performance, a one-stop shop for developing athletes with speed, agility, and performance. Andrew's gifts and abilities has made him a hot commodity as a sought-after personal trainer in the Charlotte area. And with the help of his very supportive family, the Pyramid Ranch was born. The Pyramid Ranch specializes in raising and breeding high-end show-driving type Frisians. He took to the internet to start sharing his journey virtually with friends and family and had no clue his short video clips would blow up the internet and not just in the equine world. His viral videos have been viewed millions of times and he currently has an enthusiastic international fan base that adore him, Ivan, and all of his horses and adventures. Andrew's videos are authentic and he's not afraid to reveal the good, the bad, or the ugly. Andrew loves having a platform to share his passion and love of horses and family with the world. In this stage of his life, Andrew is ready to fully embrace his empowered and true calling. Andrew, thank you for saying yes to another conversation with us here today on Empower Radio. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So let's just start with this. What do you believe your true calling is? My true calling is raising my beautiful children. Um, and being involved with horses for the rest of my life. Definitely. Yeah. It seems like uh, both these things are definitely woven into your soul. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it, when you grow up with it, with, um, you know, with, with a lot of kids in the house, um, you know, I'm one of five. And then uh, when you don't know why, but you just love horses so much, you know, mm-hmm. when you've given this pat, you know, given this passion from, you know, my, uh, from, from nothing, you know, my parents weren't horse people. Um, I don't even think we lived in the country, so to speak, uh, where I was born, but, uh, horses were just it for me from, you know, my, literally my first word. Yeah. It's so interesting how it, it didn't seem like it was a choice for me either. You know, sometimes we choose things and sometimes things choose us. 
And uh, right. I believe they were woven into my soul, but my mom's like, no, no horses. No, no, no. <laughs> and um, I was obsessed with him as a child. I drew pictures of him. I collected all the little models and posters and eventually got away from him. But it's funny how I've come full circle. And now it's it's my entire life. I've given up writing right. books. I still do the radio show, but um, we just bought 10 acres. We're building an indoor arena and stalls and stables. I'm going to be sharing uh, residence quarters with him for a while while our other home is being built. So I'm going to be like you sleeping next to my Frisian. And nice. I'm so excited. I've lost all my ambition nice. other than to just hang out with my horsey <laughs> friends and introduce them to all my other friends. <laughs> Absolutely. I think when you're ultimately when you're given a true passion, mm-hmm. no matter what, you're always drawn back to it. Um, you know, uh, just like you're saying, your parents told you you couldn't have one. I mean, I, you know, I, I couldn't have one until I could buy one myself. And, you know, that wasn't until, you know, until college. So, um, you know, what, if it's a true passion, uh, you don't make excuses. You just always go back to that and you work, you know, you work hard to, to achieving whatever that, um, you know, whatever your passion is, whether it's doing something, having whatever it might be and, you know, enriching your life with that. Yeah. And, and I think for me, and I don't know if this was true for you with your career in um, athletics and football, it's like I kind of went along with the program with what people thought I should do. And I, I just kind of like, oh, I guess this is what I should do. I should get an education. I should get my Ph.D. I should be a counselor. I should, you know, I should, I should, I should. And then I met some horses and I was like, well, this is a lot more fun. <laughs> that It is. It is wild that you say that. Um because that's exactly my life, um, you know, up until a certain point. Um, you know, my dad played in the NFL. He played for my dad's 75 years old. Um, he played for the Baltimore Colts. That shows how old he is. Uh, Baltimore Colts and the Green Bay Packers. And um, my brother played for the Seahawks, uh, Titans, and, and Jaguars. And, you know, we, we were a football family. I mean, Grant, um, you know, that, that was much later. But, uh you know, I was right back. I was with them playing football, you know, growing up and then through high school and then going to UVA, um, you know, and, and there was just, you know, I never wanted to let my dad down like ever. Mm. And, um, and I really thought that playing football and being a pyramid, that's what I was supposed to do. Um, Mm. It's interesting because my brother who, who, you know, achieved a lot athletic, a lot more athletically, um, you know, he didn't have much of, a family social life growing up because he was so ultra focused on football, 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 you know? Um, and, th- and there was nothing wrong with that because he achieved what he wanted to achieve. Um, the difference in him and I is that, you know, I still tried to do horse things and, you know, had friends and spent time with family. You know, I wasn't so ultra focused on that kind of thing, which, you know, s- totally said that it wasn't my passion that I was just doing it because I was decent at it. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was going to let it, you know, get me as far as I could go. Um, you know, there was a point where, uh, you know, it's, I, I, like, I knew that I could never be into horses unless I went as far as my brother and my dad in football, you know, we, we were not a rich family, you know, we, uh, we scraped and, and my parents took care of us, but, you know, Lord knows how much debt they got in taking care of us kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it, it took um, you know, when I finished playing, I remember sitting down with my dad and, um, you know, telling him, dad, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that, you know, things didn't work out. Um, and 
he told me, he said, Andrew, I just want you to be happy. And it was wild because like, I, I thought football made you happy. I thought, you know, you keeping all my stats in the, you know, in the stands. And he always remembered, like he remembers every single game I played in and my brother played in as well. And I'm like, I thought that's what made you happy, you know? And uh, there was a point when I, um, you know, when I stopped playing football uh, that, you know, I said, what am I going to do with my life now? Like, what, I don't even know what I'm going to do. with. I'm never going to be able to achieve the horse thing. I'm not going to be able to do anything. Um, you know, and it was, it was wild. It, it, it worked out the way it needed to ultimately. Um, but I remember my dad saying, you know, let's find how we can, how you can go do like horse stuff education wise or whatever. And, you know, I remember finding, I remember finding finally then that there was actual division one colleges that had like equine as like, uh, like equine science or, you know, those kind of deals that as like majors and that we never, ever looked at stuff like that through high school. It was always, you know, ACC, SEC, you know, what, you know, positions, if they're the right size, speed, all these, all of the things that didn't matter to me <laughs> were things that I thought I had to focus on. And it was wild that it wasn't until after the fact that things just didn't work out that, you know, I finally, you know, finally heard my dad say, look, I just want you to be happy. And it's very sad. I think a lot of kids go through that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't know about now because kids are a little bit different now. But, uh, <laughs> you know, kids my, my age and, um, you know, and, and older around my age, that kind of thing, um, dealt with very similar things that mm-hmm. you know, they just never want to let their parents down. Right. Um, but yet their parents just wanted them to be happy. You know, they did what they thought their parents wanted them to do. Yes. And that's again, that's what I did for a long time. And, you know, again, finally, finally, I'm doing horse stuff most of the time. <laughs> it looks like so, you are that and, and yeah. getting the world to be a, a more fit and fabulous place. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? Absolutely. Well, and maybe that's part of the reason that you're so um, not just inspirational, but you have charisma because you're living your love. And I yep. think that makes one attractive. It's like you're not doing what you should be doing. You're doing what your soul longs to be doing Absolutely. you know when yeah. i was um Absolutely. writing my book and and uh getting my second phd i would sit in front of my computer for 14 hours at a time pounding away at the keyboard and one of my friends said to me tammy you have the best work ethic of anybody i've ever seen and i went thank you because that's a really big compliment right and then Definitely. she said what are you trying to prove and to who and i stopped mid keystroke and i felt like tears starting to like you know sting the back of my eyeballs and I was like, and just like you, Andrew, I, I was trying to prove something to my father, my stepfather. But the crazy thing was my stepfather had been, he'd been dead for like 30 years. And I was still trying to prove to him I wasn't lazy because that was his big thing. Yeah. You can't be lazy. So I decided in that moment I wasn't going to try to earn, do, or prove to get love anymore. Not from my parents, not from God. I was like, you know what? I just want to find my joy. You know, Joseph Campbell says, follow your bliss. And I didn't know what it was because I was too busy shooting on myself. And it sounds yeah. like the same with you. And once you were given permission to be happy, a whole new world opened up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think, um, you know, thinking about, like I dreamt of having a life like I have now. I mean, uh-huh. again, it's hard. You know, we still, I, we still struggle many, many, you know, many, many months, but it's the life I want. And, um, you know, it happened when it was supposed to happen. You know, it wasn't going to happen when I was 23. It's happening when I'm 36. 
um, you know, and this was the right time with, with many situations happening in, in life. It just earlier wasn't right. It just was, I wasn't either mature enough, you know, I didn't have, uh, you know, the patience. I just didn't have what it took to live the life I do now because mm-hmm. it's busy. It's super busy. And I, I really couldn't, you know, and it's a lot of responsibility as well. I mean, I've got a whole family. I've got, you know, five, five people that rely on me. Um, and I don't, I couldn't have handled that earlier in life at all. So, you know, um, whenever people want something and it doesn't happen, it just might not be the right time. You know, right. it might not be the right time for them. So, um, they just have to stay on the grind and, um, know that, uh, you're not given a passion, a true passion for no reason. And it'll happen for you if you just, you know, keep grinding, do what you're supposed to do, do right by people, be genuine, be who you be, who you are. And it'll happen. You know, I don't know when, but it'll happen. So, um, you know, it's, it's happened for me. And I think, uh, you know, maybe there are some people that didn't think anything, this would ever happen. So, um, you know, uh, I'm proof of it. I love that. And I agree completely. You know, I, I do a lot of meditation and the, the message when I make a request to hear wisdom from a higher place is relax, trust the process and enjoy the journey. And that's something I've had to implement in all areas of my life, including in my relationship with my horses. I find, and I saw you post something about this at one point, we have to give up our own agenda sometimes, you know, it's, and, and that might be really hard, especially if one is, you know, comes from a competitive background. It's like, you know what, I, yeah, I, I want to accomplish these goals. I want to do these things. And to really surrender our own agenda is, is sometimes uh, challenging and painful. And I know you yeah. had said at one point that it's like, you know what, I need to give up my own agenda here. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, specifically with Frisians, they, they, they just take a lot of time to grow. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, when I got, when I got Ivan, I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, you know, I, 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 and, um, you know, I, I had to learn, you know, I had to learn that it's, it's not based on me. Um, yeah. that's one thing that, again, like you were saying with the, the competition thing is, you know, with running track or playing football, um, you know, you can put everything into it and, uh, you know, and, and get a good result. Um, you can especially if you can have conversations with your teammates and everybody's on the same page, you can't do that with, you can't do that with horses. Um, they are just, you know, they, they do their own thing for the most part. So, um, you know, it's, you gotta just trust them, um, that they will tell you, you know, trainers have told me in the past, you know, when I started researching and how to, how to do certain things. And, you know, I heard this many times is, Oh, a horse will tell you when they're ready. Like, mm-hmm. what, what does that even mean? And what is it? What? Is, <laughs> what? Like that's, you know, I, I don't get it. Teach me your ways. I don't get it. Um, but, uh, but they do, you know, um, if again, if you spend enough time with them and if you swallow your pride and not say it's, you know, when you want it, um, a horse will tell you when they're ready for, um, that next step, whatever that step might mm-hmm. be. Um, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be, whether it be riding, whether it be driving, whether it be going across the, you know, the river, you know, literally on a trail ride or, or whatever, um, you know, they'll, they'll tell you when you're ready, when you put the time in, into them to, um, you know, to, uh, to bond and, and to get certain jobs done. That has been 
so my experience. It's like what I have found is uh, especially my my little abused Amish cart horse. He does not want to be told. He wants to be asked. And he yeah, wants definitely. to know that his opinion matters. It got to the point where we were working so much with him to try to get him, quote unquote, rideable. And he was just not having it. He'd blow up. He'd bug. Yeah. He'd do all these crazy things. And I finally went, OK, you don't want to be ridden. We're not going to ride you anymore. We're just going to be friends. You can be my pastor pet. And then it was like he went, OK, get on. Let's go. Yeah, it's like he, exactly. he just wanted his opinion to matter. And I guess that's true for all of us. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. I had uh, another trainer tell me once um, I had a half Arab park horse mare, really, really nice mare, crazy talented and maybe slightly crazy, but um, <laughs> a, a tr the trainer that, that had her and showed her, they said, you got to make things her idea. Uh, said, yes. Here we go again. Here we, here we go again. Like now, like, you know, you got to do that in relationships and now I got to do that with working horses. Like, come on, man. Like, can I ever get away from, from it? But uh <laughs> The same thing, you know, you, you can't make, you know, with certain horses, you, you can't make them, you know, you gotta, you know, kind of get in their head a little bit and, and encourage and make it their idea. And then when they do, you're like, Oh, you did it. You did it. You did it. Didn't you just kidding. I made you do it. So, you know, it's, uh, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's definitely a balancing act of, uh, you know, letting them tell you when it's the right time. Um, you know, and of course, like a as corny as it sounds like a little of the psychology kind of thing as well, you know, um, to get them, you know, uh, wherever they, they, they need to be. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think, um, for me, some of the, uh, the gift, the quality that I've cultivated more with the horses that has been so helpful in all areas of my life is just deeper listening. And you mentioned this, yeah. um, on the last show, Andrew, just that level of really caring, just loving yeah. them and caring about them. And then, listening to them, cultivating that, that, um, relationship. It works with horses. It works with humans. I think it works with, I think our spiritual practice, it works with life just being that more receptive, sure. learning, caring posture. Yeah. And I think, um, when people are genuine, it makes everything better mm -hmm. and, and human to human, human to animal. Like you can't fake being genuine. That's, you know, people see right through it online. You, you can, I mean, you truly can see right through it um, online uh, and, and in person. It's funny. I was at a gas station earlier, random story, but I was at a gas station, uh, was yesterday, uh, one of the popular gas stations. And um, the, the, uh, the, the bunch of attendants inside have to like say hello to you and how your day's going and, and hope you have a good day and see you later kind of thing. And it sounded like a recording. And I was like, dude, this doesn't make me feel good. Like this, this, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel good. Like you, it doesn't even sound real, like press pause and let me hear your real voice. Um, but, but horses, it's, it's relatively the same thing. Um, when it comes to being genuine is they can tell when you actually care and when you're just trying to get a job done, you know, yes. and the more you genuinely care, um, you know, and spend the time with them and, and do whatever with them, um, the more the more receptive they are to encouragement, the more receptive they are to um, teaching them things and training them up and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, of course, there's other ways. There's so many ways to to do that, to to train horses and to work with them or whatever. Um, this is just, you know, this is just my experience. And, um, you know, I know other people have uh, successes with doing things other ways and, and fantastic for them. But, um, you know, I've always been one to say that the relationship really matters to me. 
Um, and you know, uh, I, I won't, you know, I won't have a horse that I'm, tr- that I don't try to bond with and, um, you know, uh, I get on another level, um, together. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, it's interesting. I have, uh, my crazy horse and I've had several trainers work with him and he does not do well, even with the really great technically advanced trainers, if they don't care about him, if they don't like yeah, him, they can tell. he's like, I'm out. And so, yeah, yeah you can't really, fake that. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. You you really can't. And um, again, there are talented trainers out there that can just get anything done, you know. Um, but I would also challenge that. You know, I, I would challenge a trainer like that. You know, it, it, it can never. I don't know if it could ever happen, kind of thing. But um, you know, have have someone. You know, see the difference in a in a trainer that gets it done. You know, uh, gets it done kind of the professional professional way. You know, and then one that cares a little bit more, but it still has the, the same, uh, you know, same is looking for the same thing. Um, you know, whether it be a saddlebred trying to be a walk trot horse or whatever, you know, one that just gets the job done and another that just spends more time and, and cares a little bit more. Um, you know, horses, it's true that a horse will try harder for, um, you know, for the people that they care about. Um, and I think that's where the difference, that's where the difference would be is, you know, they get to the same point, but there would be a little bit more with that one that actually cares. It wouldn't be fear, you know, it would be, it would be, you know, that partnership. So, um, you know, but that's just me. That's just my thoughts. <laughs> well, and, and I concur and agree completely. You know, 12 years ago when I was asked to do this radio show, Brent Carey, the president of Empower said, Tammy, I'd like you to do a show. What would you like the topic to be about? And I'm like, connection, relationship. Yep. Um, because to me, everything's a relationship. And is your heart open for this connection and relationship or is it not? Are you living from your mind? Or are you living from your soul? And it's uh, it's been an interesting journey for me. Um, but definitely it's it's all about, um, it's about the journey. It's about living with a wide open heart. And that is something that I feel you are exemplifying and people sense that. And I think that's why they're so drawn to you. You exude a certain comfort and confidence and authenticity, mm. and you have an energized but peaceful presence, which is very attractive. <laughs> oh, I appreciate Magnetic. it. Magnetic. I think, you know, it's interesting because, you know, coming from sports and being very goal-oriented, um, you know, I think you can't, it's harder to do that when you're dealing with so many moving parts, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so many moving parts with a family, having so many children that we have, um, with having multiple horses and a lot of these different, you know, and, and working and all these things. So I don't know when it was, it was, it was a few years ago um, that I kind of embraced uh, the whatever, like in quotes, <laughs> like in quotes, like whatever, R- really. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I told a best friend of mine not long ago, I said, you know, that him and I grew up together since we were kids. And, um, you know, I said, you can't be so focused on achieving one thing and block everything out. You know, some mm-hmm. people say, oh, you gotta, you know, you have to focus, so fo- ultra focus, ultra focus. But again, that might not be your plan. So you can have goals. Of course, I, you know, I've got goals, but I'm so open that if that goal doesn't work, if that doesn't work out, I know that it just wasn't right. And that, uneven, you know, that, that what it's right for me or what's right for my horses, um, will reveal themselves at some point, 
Mm. Um, so I think that's eliminating some, also some disappointment, um, you know, where I'm not so ultra focused on one thing and it doesn't happen. I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do now? Again, that's how I grew up. I mean, a lot of things happen where I just was like, what am I going to do now? Um, but now in my old age, um, <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of, I'm just, kinda, you know, again, I, I can't explain any other way, but like, whatever, we're going to get things done. We're going to enjoy the process. You know, if, if this mare doesn't get pregnant or if this baby doesn't come out the way I really want it to, it's cool. We'll figure it out. Everything will be great. You know, Ivan goes and does this, or we go have a presentation here or there. Let's have a blast. Like, we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't go great, it's all good. Let's analyze it, see how it can be better, and, you know, keep going. So, um, Love that. You know, I think, yeah, I think, uh, again, too many people will just get so ultra-focused on certain things that just might not be right for them, um, you know, and or, or just the, or the timing, whatever. Uh, and you know, they just need to be more like water and just yes. go with the flow. Um, I love that. And, and when things pop up, grab it, go with it, you know, and, and, uh, allow life to kind of, um, happen for you rather than, yes. um, try to force things. You know, I think that that's a good word saying it. You, you can't force life. You gotta right. let life just happen. And, uh, and when you open your heart and your mind to life, um, watch what happens, you know, mm. truly watch what happens. I love that. Yeah. From going from attachment to preference, to go from goal to soul, to be flexible, go with the flow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So Andrew, we are at the end of our time together. I'm so bummed, but I will be stalking you on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram because you make love me very it. happy. And so can you just do a <laughs> shout out real quick? So if somebody hasn't uh, connected with you, they can find you and enjoy you and your adventures with Ivan and Nikki and the, and the gang. Absolutely. Well, guys, check us out at uh, Pierman Ranch on Instagram, also TikTok. And uh, if you got Facebook, uh, we've got the Pierman Ranch as well. And Ivan's Facebook is Drew Mann. Check it out. You should definitely check it out. Pierman, P-E-A-R-M-A-N. Hang out with this guy. You will be uplifted, inspired, and you will probably laugh because he's a good time. (laughs) All right, Andrew, thank you so much. And to my friends and listeners, thank you for allowing us to be part of your day. I want to hear from you. It's about relationship. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. TammyBPhD.com. You can email me at gmail. TammyBPhD at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook and Instagram. Let's continue the conversation. Send you blessings and prayers of grace, ease, hope, inspiration, and ever-expanding love. God bless you. Bye for now. Bye for now.